Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, welcome back to Smash Factor. This is Andy Fish, PJ Professional, and I'm here again with Kevin Cramp, head professional at Hidden Glen Golf Club. Uh, we talked a little bit about travel and stuff. Had a great time, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about tech that's coming down the pipe. Uh, what anything on your radar that you're seeing that looks yeah, pretty a couple cool? a uh, couple real good things. And thanks for having me back on again. <laughs> no problem. Much appreciated. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is is as instructors, we're always looking for how we can help our students improve. Yep. Uh, and I think you and I both know that a person that hits the ball 200 yards, 210 yards, can only do so much if they can't hit the ball further, which, hey, go to you, go little, to me. A little fitness. Learn stuff, a little, yeah. learn, with you, learn a little fitness, then learn a little technique. With me, some technique. Um, but the big thing is, is how do they track that? Right. You know, and, and it's not just a handicap. It's not just fairways hits. It's not greens hit. It's not putts. It's it's looking at a three putt percentage, looking at um, how many times you hit the green and where your miss is from 150 yards. Yeah, and before what I found out is before uh, people get you know glassy eyed because we start talking you know numbers and tech and all right. that stuff, and they're like, oh whatever. But no, seriously, uh, people are always saying, oh, I only have this much time. I only, I, I can only practice for an hour. I right. can always, you know, my family, I got kids, I got, I'm a coach in the basketball team. I don't have any time. That's what the tech's for. The tech is for, Hey, you got a 15 minute window. Let's make sure you're doing it right. And if you're doing it right, then you're going to be getting better. Now, if you go waste that 15 minutes to slap and putts around a green a little bit, maybe exactly. no data coming back except for if you made it or not. Exactly. What What's the use, right? Yeah. So let's let's really make, uh, I guess, the most use of your time, right? That right. make it make it super quality time instead of just slapping it around a little bit. And that's how you get better. Uh, 
in those small windows. That's the only way, really. Exactly. Mm -hmm. No, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, like you just said, if you, someone's got 15 minutes, you know, and they're that 20 handicapper, you know, uh, there's a, a great company, ShotScope, which helps you track your data so you don't have to write it down. It's yep. there and it records it for you as you hit shots. Uh, they got a great stat online where they talk the 20 handicapper is going to three putt 19 percent of the time and this is based off of all their stats from all their players so not only does it give you your stats but it compares to other players at your level so you're like okay hey i'm a 20 i don't hit it that far where can i really improve to get down there well you look at that stat that same an eight handicapper is going to put uh, three putt 10 percent of the time so that's, that's a huge that's that's a lot. That's like the number one thing, right? You, yeah. you talk to your students and you has, I mean, we all go through the thing. Uh, what are your goals? Okay. My goals are to be consistent and I want to hit further. further. Yeah. So that's great. But um, when you ask them, how's your putting? Oh, it's terrible. What does terrible mean? Yeah. I mean, maybe right. you are better. <laughs> maybe you're a 20 handicap and you think three putting 19% of the time is terrible. Right. But you're actually right on. That's good. Right. You're, you're good for your 20 handicap. Yes. Now, if you want to get down to a 10, we just have to reduce that number. Correct. We have, to reduce, we have to increase or reduce other numbers too. Correct. So I think it's also having a little self-realization of what you're doing. Right. You know, a lot of people just don't have a good concept. Um, you know, people throw around the putting all the time. Oh, pros miss 50% of their six-footers. Well, yeah, but if it was a flat putt, they don't. Correct. And they're going to output you all day long. All day long, yeah. And it's not even close. No. Because no. they hit the center of the putter. Correct. But the thing is, is we need to stop seeing just these numbers thrown on them out in the air and say, for your age group and for your handicap, right. you're right on. But this one is really low. We have to work on this. Correct. And then and then you hyper work on that, right? Are, are, you, are you a believer in working? I mean, we all want to work on the whole game, but are you a big believer in... Um, the the thing that's holding you back most working on that the most for sure i mean we've got i've got some students as i'm sure you do that are stuck on getting their swing to look a certain way getting the, and that's important yeah obviously uh, but it's more important to know what the ball is going to do right. and if you're on the golf course how to watch the signs it's getting worse or it's getting better i mean um it, it's a simple fact of if you can go out there and, and work on whatever miss you have that day and play that shot, you're going to be better off. So for me, it's people taking them, taking their, eliminating their miss and then trying to improve those areas that are weaker, you know, take them on the golf course and show them, Hey, hundred yards and in, you're making a four every time you're yeah. going to be an 18 handicap quick. If you, even if you hit every fairway. Right. Well, Tiger had a great uh, piece of advice this week. He said, uh, hit the center of the face. Yes. Sounds weird. <laughs> Start with the, small swings. Yep. Hit, hit the, the center, center of the, the face. face. And when you're good at that, make your swing a little bigger. Well, I thought what was interesting is one of the caddies we had in Ireland, similar onto this, is how, as a junior, how he was taught. He was given a seven iron. And he said, your goal is to hit this ball in the air and on the club face X number of times in a row, a certain distance, before they could progress onto the short course. I believe this was at La Hinch. And then after that, now you can go ahead and get onto the big course at some point later on down the road. But it's, it's just like, I think too many times we rush out there when we're, we're not really properly prepared to know how to hit shots and how to hit the ball on the face of the club. 
right. and recognize that. And then how do they know, right? So we have the technology that tells us, you know, how many putts, where we're hitting stuff. If we miss, it's right or left. So we can call that just what uh, results data. Yes, I guess. Yeah, and then. Uh, or game data. I don't know how to. Yeah, I think game. I think game data, and I think it pertains to each individual. And yeah. I, what I like about some of these companies that are out there, like a ShotScope or an Arcos, is they really relate to your handicap. Their stats your out there for group. your peer group. Yeah, and that's huge because, like you said, hey, twenty handicaps, they're gonna three putt that much. I only hit it 200 off the tee. So do every that's other 20 handicaps. So does great. most 20 handicaps. I mean, that's why yeah. I think you get excited like like I do. If I get someone that's new to a game or a junior and I see him hit it, carry it in the air, 260, 270, okay, you can get good. Right. You can get good quick. Mm-hmm. You know, and people always wonder, you know, why, why don't I improve so much? Well, again, if you don't hit far and you're not working on the game, part of the game to help you get better, that's going to be difficult. Yeah. Um, but if you hit it far... So that's that's where we should look for tech. We're going to look for tech that gives us a good picture of what we're doing, so that we can mm-hmm. actually have a, a a good look at our game, right? right? And then the other data is basically just uh, you know track tracking software for flight scopes and yeah. Uh, what, what do you use? You use flight scope and you use we've got a flight scope and we've got a, a GC two mm-hmm. uh, looking to get a quad next year, which would be a nice uh, a nice upgrade. Uh, but I mean, just taking that down to the range, and having I let a member take it down to the range uh, in late fall, took it down there, and he's like, "Well, I don't hit hit as far as I thought I did," and just that alone is huge. Knowing how far you carry the golf ball, because right. if you can't hit carry, it, pin, if you carry, can't hit the yeah. ball so it ends up pin high, you're in you're in tough shape. I mean, that same shot scope, a great post they had on there was. of shots in all of their tracking are short of the green. That's a big number. And that's all handicap levels. Exactly. And that's, that's the, I mean, when you take somebody, one of your students onto this for the first time, especially somebody that's been playing, uh, maybe not at a a low handicap, but they've been playing for a while. Mm -hmm. They're kind of shocked that, yeah, your seven iron does go 140. You carry it 128. Correct. Correct. That that's the biggest, that by far, if you know that, I mean, especially um, out here, there's some carries you have to get correct. Otherwise, you're on the wrong part of the green. Uh, you don't carry water. You don't carry a bunker. And then you start to throw uphill, downhill into shots, too. But I think the carry number is a big one for me. Once I start to hit more shots on on a launch monitor, I start to know that number better. Hey, it is what it is. I'm okay with it where it's at. Yep. You know, And I think that even if you don't have a lot of time to practice... That's a simple one. You can get on one somewhere. There's a lot of these swing radars that are pretty darn good nowadays, too, that aren't overly expensive. Yeah, what's coming down the pike? I mean, you've seen a few of them. So my golf spy just came out with a, an article today. You, uh, I'm a fan. I've not seen it, but I love, I love I'm a my, fan yeah. of my golf spy. Yeah, they're great. They're um, great. They, they, they reviewed all of uh, personal launch monitors. And they included the SkyTrack, which mm-hmm. is a little bit more expensive yep. at about seventeen hundred, I think. But still, pretty good. They, it was their number one yeah. pick, so they said that that was the most accurate. But it's not very portable. It's not very good for outdoor use, right? Gotcha. And yeah. then you got the uh, what's the uh, the Mevo Mevo Flightscope Mevo. And then there was a new one. I can look it up online. But uh, yeah, what do you think about the personal ones? Obviously, if you're at a, a wonderful club like this, you come out and say, "Hey, Kevin." Yeah, you want to come out to the range and show me 
What, what, what right. would you do? So the let's say uh, 15, 20 handicaps somewhere in there really wants to improve this year, wants to uh, drill down. After we've looked at all the data, we see that there might be not uh, the best knowledge of how far the clubs go. What would you do? I think the, the one of the biggest things is after we have that data, first I'd look to see if there was any real gapping issues in their clubs. Um, you know, a lot of times you get to those longer irons like a five iron. They think they hit it further than they do like other clubs. The when actually, when actually the, the carry distance is the same as a six. The, the ball speed is fast. Ball speed's faster, but it doesn't launch high enough to carry far enough. Right. So now you have a big problem because that ball hits the green at the same distance as a six iron, but rolls out 20 yards and they think they hit it further mm-hmm. when they actually don't. So, I mean, one, it sounds weird, but one of the biggest things I'll say to people when I, I think they're not sure how far they hit it, I'll say, okay, you have 150 to the hole. What are you hitting? Well, that's my seven iron. Okay, now you have 150 on that same shot, but you're carrying water. It's 150. Well, that's a six iron. I go, well, if we hit that seven iron, you're probably in the water. <laughs> and that six iron might get over that front edge. So, I mean, I'll, I'll take that and I'll literally take them on the golf course and have them pick a club with yeah. me. What are you going to hit here? And I'll say, no, let's hit that one more. I mean, I think more people could go and take that back yardage to the back of the green. So we talk about another tech device. Yeah. Those little simple handheld units that give you front, middle, and back are more than most people need. Apple Watch does it yeah. too, yeah. I just that that's all you need, front, middle, back. And probably for the most golfers, you could take that back yardage and you're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. How many guys do you play with that are amateurs that hit over the green on a solid shot? I'm still waiting to see that. Yes. Yeah. Miss hit? Yes. Sure. Skull wedge. Skull wedge, yeah. <laughs> a wedge that's head high. But yeah. for the most part, they're not. They're well, short. Let's talk about that. I'm a, I'm a huge fan in wedge matrix. Uh, I, I mean, that's where putting and wedges is where every golfer has a swing that's powerful enough to get something yes. going and practice that yes. and get a lot better. I mean, if you drop somebody inside a hundred and they're getting up and down half the time, which first of all, that'd be like tour level, yeah. but it, you, you put somebody in that place where they feel like they can just throw it next to the pin. Right. And now all of a sudden that changes the game. It doesn't matter how you could hit at one fifty off the tee. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Cause you give yourself the chance to make par. Right. Or, or maybe it's a bogey after a, a bad shot. But okay. I mean, you look at that, that wedge play is huge. And, to me, a lot of that stems from, I'm looking at right now on my desk, a, a thing from a ping, ping wedges on uh, different soles on wedges. And it, it can be gapping in wedges that is poor. Right. You know, too many times you see people uh, going with the lofts being stronger because the ball goes needs to go higher uh, and it carries a little bit further. Well, most of that is, is because the technology in the club and the loft being stronger right. just makes sure it doesn't balloon straight up. Right. <laughs> but when you get to your wedges, if, if you've got poor gapping, you're kind of stuck and you're trying to hit a shot that doesn't go that far. So, I mean, a lot of times I'll take people down there on one of the launch monitors and, and just have them hit wedges so they know how far that's carrying and really know, okay, hey, you've got these three of your stock shots with your wedges. Now we have to find something for these other ones. And that's kind of the progression of the golfer, right? So they they get wedges and we teach them how to get the ball in the air yes. when they first start. Yeah. And then once they get the ball in the air, they hit these moon shots that they can't control the distance of. Correct. That's, that's uh, I think if anybody's been playing golf for a while and they want to get better, it's flighting wedges. Without a doubt. I, I agree with you completely. And, and, and so I just kind of take a 
I don't know if it's an arbitrary number, but it's a number when I look at the uh, TrackMan data and, and some of the, the launch data that I'm seeing out there, that 30 degrees for your wedges and under is probably a good place to start. You can be a little bit higher. Again, that brings the TrackMan or the flight scope or one of the launch monitors back into effect. Mm-hmm. But um, so flighting, this this is kind of how I attack it. And you can tell me how you do it. Um, I like to tell people, okay, we're just going to swing your sand wedge. We're going to try to flight it where it should be, as low as we can usually. Um, And then once we get it there, we're going to record that number. We're going to see what that number is. Let's say it's 107, Mm -hmm. right? We're going to pick either 105 or 110 if you want to, something easy to remember. And then you're going to practice that distance. Mm -hmm. And then that club, when it comes out of your bag and you have 107, four or 110 you know that this is the club you swing it and you can get it there right uh, that's kind of how i attack it you um you find a number and then you practice that number. yeah no for sure i agree i agree completely if you can get like i said if you can get like with your three or four wedges you've got if you've got a number with each of those we all kind of have that i mean i think people that played a lot sure you get a sand wedge you're like it's oh man it's 85 this is perfect yeah you know whatever it is but it's also based off of that height because you and I both know generally the harder someone swings with that wedge, that ball's either going to go higher because mm-hmm. they're going to break down impact or they just broke down impact and sculled it right. or possibly a chunk. There's three of the four things I'm mentioning aren't good. Right. <laughs> so that means yeah. there's a 25% chance they hit a good one if they swung too hard. Yeah. And, but that goes to flighting. I mean, to me, when you can flight that ball down, that's big in all types of conditions, downwind, into the wind, no wind. Yeah. How, how, how often do you replace your wedges? Um, you know, the funny thing is every year I will replace them. If, Me too. If, if I was a consumer and playing <laughs> as little as I did, I wouldn't change them probably as much. Correct. But yeah. every time I get my new wedges, I'm like, oh, these new grooves are great. And I have to remind myself, no, they're new. Right. And that's really what it is. They're just new and clean and fresh and I mean, I think I got a stat on here where tour players, tour players change every three weeks to a year. Yeah. This was at a ping seminar is that every three weeks to a year. So if you're playing a hundred rounds of golf, those wedges have to be out of your bag. You right. can't play them. You and, can't play them the whole year. And it sounds like we're selling wedges, but right. Um, so part of the flighting of it is, uh, so what people need to understand, yes, spin rate spins the ball more, yep. and it might climb a little bit more, mm-hmm. but more effect on the softer shots and the softer wedges is that new fresh wedges do grab the ball more, which actually gives you initial launch lower. Yes, so that, that's the part people don't get. I give you a fresh wedge, you'll hit it lower. Yes. And it'll spin more. Yeah, it'll spin more. And, and, and as a result, you'll be like, man, the grooves on here are great. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, it's just they're new. That's all it is. But... I think that's the, the the biggest thing, and it's sometimes that's hard for your average player to understand that they need to replace those. Mm-hmm. You know, when they've got you know, let's call it the Titleist SM5 Vokey wedge in the bag, and now yeah. the SM8 will be coming out. Those SM5 should have been out two years ago, if not four years ago. Well, this will sound like a commercial, but um, those new ping. Your uh, full disclosure: your ping staff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm tailor made staff, but. That new Ping Glide, Glide. 3.0 uh, online uh, TXG, TXG Golf. TXG Golf did it, yep. Uh, they, they soaked all the wedges down with water and yep. the balls with water, and they did the launch stuff, and the uh, the Glide didn't lose much spin no. at all. That Hydro Pearl finish is amazing. 
Yeah, are you it's, noticing that that you can actually see it? Yes, I, you course. can. I oh, I noticed I noticed a difference. I thought with the two and and um, and again, not to sound like commercial, but our sales <laughs> have gone up in that wedge um, just from that report yeah. alone. Um, I think it's going to be something that's really good, and it, it'll be nice to get people a really full test uh, to get them out here. Right with them, you know. Yeah, if you play in the morning, this might be. It's a huge to look deal. At, well, right? no, I mean, your your better players, even it doesn't have to be a better player, but your better players can play in tournament conditions, um, and those conditions might be in rain, might be early morning. Yep. Your club player, you've got your dew sweepers in the morning. They're out playing. It's still wet in the rough, and yeah. it makes a difference. So if there's that falls. some new technology to look at. Right. So I, I brought up the My Golf Spy article, and they said here, best uh, personal launch monitor is the SkyTrack. Um, and if anybody doesn't know about sky tracking, go online. It's a, I don't know, what do they call it? A photo optic or something. Yeah. It basically takes a couple pictures of the ball as it flies by mm -hmm. and, uh, and it gives you the launch and spin rates and it's pretty accurate. They find it pretty accurate. Um, and then uh, the new one that just came out is the, the reps, uh, the reps Soto MLM. Basically it looks like a unit that you set your phone on and then it'll give you just a few, little data and then it'll show you actually, I think a video of your swing too. So that's, that's nice. around, right around fine. And then the flight scope Mevo, uh, which we talked a little bit about. Have you had some experience with that one? Uh, I have not yet. Okay. We've only done um, more of the handheld. I think it's the speed radar and the uh, swing caddy. Swing caddy is another really, really the good caddy one. SC three hundred. Yep, that's yeah. an inexpensive one. And then they've got another model that will actually give you a little bit more data as well. Okay. Yeah, and for the most part, uh, I think. What you can always do is find a track man or something somewhere mm -hmm. and you can re take your unit over there and see, okay, it's always off 5%. Right. Good, good enough. Right. 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 And as long as it's consistent and it's in, in, in those cases. Then you know, then you know where you're at. I mean, even with yeah. so many in our area, um, so many of these indoor simulator places popping up. Yeah. Even if you go in there, now your, your numbers might be a little skewed with the mat you're hitting off of. As right. we know that affects the, the golf ball, but there's even mats out here now that are, so close to hitting off a turf that the numbers are going to be close, but mm -hmm. you go know, spend time at one of those and practice for a little bit. And yeah. You got what sticks down here and uh, sticks not too far from here. Yeah. It's a great popular spot. Very good. And then yeah. Indoor place. You can have a couple beers and yeah. And have fun. Nice play simulators. some golf, play some golf or just practice for an hour. Yeah. You know? Which I mean, it, I, I love talking about tech and there's, and there's lots of feedback you can get, but kind of at the end of the day, as long as you're moving those muscles on a consistent basis, you're going right. to keep going up over the no, winter. No, you, you are. And I think that's the biggest thing is now um, when we lost the domes in the area, that was a big downer for people. For sure. And as long as people, you have some place to go and keep swinging. I mean, you know, uh, simulators in the house are becoming more common. They're I mean, affordable. It, yeah. it's, it's affordable to do when people are building, they put it in, put it in a room and you know, those people, I've always thought you can get a lot of stuff done during the winter if you've got the right data and information when you're, pra when you're practicing or when we're teaching. Right. That used to be the case. Before, when it was just a video camera and a net, not so much. Right. I mean, you could get a little bit done. And we always knew that in the winter, at least, you could try something, a bigger move. Yes. A bigger change. Yeah. And, and you could just be absolutely miserable for <laughs> yeah, right. a week or two. Right. Where we wouldn't do that during the season. We no. want to at least still play golf. But um and not that you should be miserable, but to make a big change, you're gonna be very uncomfortable, right? Correct. And that's that's okay. Yeah. It's it's in the winter, I think that's great. It's a great opportunity to make that grip change that you might have been struggling with, that mm -hmm. little bit of uh path you're trying to work on getting that club path a little bit better. 
great time to do it. Talk to your instructor though, right? Like if you're going to take a Florida trip <laughs> at the beginning of March, don't necessarily try it right before. Don't do this late February. No, give it what? What would you say? Four weeks? Yeah. Four weeks is perfect. Four weeks. If yeah. you can meet with your instructor once yeah. a week. Yeah. And obviously. Uh, and come up with a plan. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing because, you know, yeah. winter, winter gets busy as well. You've got a lot of maybe uh, family, a lot of other activities, sports, their involvement. And if you can't get over there, you know, just make sure you give yourself enough time to be able to work on that stuff. But it's a perfect time because it doesn't matter. Your next shot doesn't matter. Yeah. So speaking about tech, so if somebody came to you, Kevin, I, I'm I'm looking for my my wife golfs all the time. I'm looking for one cool little tech gift to put under the tree this year. What do you think you would name? I would probably first thing came to my mind was a golf buddy voice too. All right, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, just because it's monitor. so simple. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this one's actually that little device that just gives you the the distance. Oh, to the holes. yeah, okay. Just get, I mean, for for when they're on the golf course, oh, that would be just like a, a, a it's yard, a GPS, a GPS. Okay, yeah. excellent. Yeah. That'd be the that'd be the simplest one I would do. You know, it, it could be the Bushnell Phantom, it could be any one of those, but it's simple. It's front, middle, back. Gives yeah. you gives you that because that's information they need to know. Yeah, and then uh, what do you think about blast golf? That's something that comes to my love mind it. too. Yeah, love blast golf. Um, that's I, something you can throw on your putter. You yes. can throw it on a club too. I've been using it. Almost exclusively for a putter. I have two. Yeah. Um, you, you grab your iPhone or iPad, and it shows you every every metric. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest one is uh, if you can sit and practice and getting your your timing down of your stroke. And if you really, as you know, there's that little online or tutorial on the app. If you just follow those, work on your your backstroke time, your forward stroke time, your tempo. You just work on that stuff right there. You're going to be better at what you're doing because most people are across the board when I get that in hand. Nice. Oh, and we talked really quick. I'll just, uh, one more thing in the fitness space. Uh, you were talking about the thorough thermo. Oh, th- yeah. Theragun. 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 Yeah. Oh, what do you oh. think about that? That's a, it's a must have. So what is this Theragun? It's a, it's a kind of a jackhammer for your muscles, yeah, perc- right? Percussive massage. Okay. Uh, it's basically a tool, uh, for percussive massage. Uh, there's two different units that they have. Uh, the top of the line unit adjustable, some more attachments. Uh, I will say this: if it's been a huge thing. I was introduced to it by uh, as part of the PGA Ambassador program, which I know you're a part of. Yeah. And um, well, uh, I just got we, mine. I haven't really, I haven't really tried I, it yet. I'm, I'm I looking used to it you. this morning, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> every every day. Okay. I, I um, definitely work on it on the legs, work on some sore muscles after working out. As you know, this time of the year, we got a little more time to do that. Yeah. Except like maybe you they don't you're busy all year we're, round. We're, we're ramping yeah, up. You're yeah, you're ramping up. Uh, but it has been a huge deal. I, I think uh, we've got five of the six people that are on staff right now here at the club. Online. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They've they've we've fell in love with it because of how it helps recovery. I mean, that'd be the biggest thing I would say. Sore muscles. As you know, you're on your feet a lot during the day. Yep. And we're not getting younger. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> if we got to keep stretching, we got to keep the muscles loose, keep them relaxed. And, yep. and this thing does a, a fabulous job and coincides great with workouts. That's great. Yeah. I, I want to try it. Uh, see, see how that works. Well, the first time I saw it was, uh, part of our gym, uh, works on, uh, power lifters mm-hmm. and these guys, these, they're, they're lifting this, these crazy weights that, you know, scare me. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a little, <laughs> 
but they're, uh, they're super strong and they uh which is drawn a lot of parallels with me and, and golf too because your, your technique has to be really good but then you also have to be an athlete at the same time and uh, the better athlete and the better technique together it, it just really uh coincides that way but the first time i saw some of those thero guns or all those uh, they're they're squatting these giant weights and all of a sudden they bring out this jackhammer for their legs and they start pounding away at yep. this thing i go what is going on with that yeah. and that was and that was a few years ago yeah. so now it's coming on to it, it's what it's, it, it basically helps your muscles recover yes it does saying. it gets rid of, it gets rid of the soreness i mean i yeah. i wish i would have had it on that ireland trip because i've had some back problems okay uh you know do work with my chiropractor that's helpful stretch that's helpful but at the end of the day um, these were things a foam roller couldn't do, your old classic massager couldn't do, and just really, really worked out muscles. Uh, the glutes, I mean, it's it's not not comfortable all the time. It's yeah. painful. <laughs> you can't be a flower. <laughs> it it it's yeah. definitely it it uh, it can, it hurts. But after a little bit, you start to feel the difference it makes and how you're able to move more freely. And um, I've just noticed a huge difference. I remember emailing. Uh, John from Theragun about a week after I had him, I'm like, this thing's a game changer. I go, we're going to, we've got one in the shop, the demo in the shop, and uh, we've got eight members that have already bought them. And it's, it's, it's going to be a good, a good thing to add. And I think just help people recover and, and play more golf and, yeah. and do more life activities. And that's kind of the, what the next level up three to 700 bucks about. Yeah, I think so. But it's four to four to seven retail. Uh, so the price of a driver. And really, you, and yeah. You can feel better. And all you're gonna, year. Yes, you can use it year round. You okay. can use it after you play. Um, you're not going to throw it like you might a driver <laughs> after that bad drive. This thing's going to help you, not always going to hurt you. Um, but definitely something to look into. Be yeah. a great Christmas gift for someone. Those are some great ideas. Uh, so thanks for the conversation today. Thank you. Kevin. Good, good to good to talk to you again about Kevin this stuff. Cramp, head uh, PJ professional, head professional at Hidden Glen Golf Club. Uh, thank you very much. And again, thanks for listening to Smash Factor. Uh, I'm Andy Fish, and we will see you next week. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com